The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop and Jonesboro and CrumbleCookies.com. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It is June the 22nd of 2023. Glad you guys are up with us this morning. It's one of Kelly's favorite days of the year. Not just Thursday. It's National Kissing Day. Yes, Brandon. It's one of my favorite days of the year. I count down every year. As we go throughout the show this morning, we're going to detail our very first kisses. (laughs) You're such an idiot. (laughs) We're going to name names. Well, it's sweet that your wife was the first person you ever kissed. You know, it's really sweet that it works out like that. Sometimes you have a storybook ending to a relationship. Uh, It smells like Kelly's also celebrated National Onion Rings Day. Okay, Brandon. (laughs) As we go throughout the show this morning, uh, there's news on the Titan, that submarine, the submersible that was going down to the Titanic. Um, And the news is, is that if they are okay... The oxygen runs out today. Mm-hmm. So this is like a, I mean, literally, this is like a movie. We'll tell you the latest on that. Uh, Kevin Costner's wife, you know, they're going through a divorce. She's asking for some major bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, man, I've really messed up my life. I ain't got money like this. We'll tell you about that. The best uh, the best summer jobs for teens. I have a brand new gym partner who's the best one ever. We oh. even did a gym selfie. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. One of those guys. And this is great news, too. Single women are interested in single dads. Woo! Uh, okay. Is that breaking news? No, that's good news because a lot of times, you know, we had this fear that maybe a single woman did not want to be in a relationship with a guy with kids. Oh, oh I gotcha. It has flipped the script. What? And we are going to celebrate that today. Hootie hoot. Hootie hoot. I'm writing that one down as another one that you say... Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you remember the Jetsons, how they had that maid? Was it Rosie? Oh, gosh, it might have been Rosie. I think it was, yeah. And we looked at the technology of the Jetsons when we were kids, and we're like, man, maybe at some point we'll live in space, and we'll have you know all these different things that the Jetsons have, and we'll have this robot who's going to do our housework and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, no longer do we need somebody like Alice from... The Brady Bunch, I hate to retire Alice, but if you had Rosie the robot. Yeah, I, but I never had an Alice. No, we my, never. My mom had a Kelly. Yeah, it was you. So scientists are trying to figure this out, and they're trying to teach robots to do things that humans do around the house. It's not fair. But they're using AI to do this, right? So the idea is, as they're showing these AI programs, all these how-to videos of how to do simple everyday tasks around the house, and these robots are able to learn so many of these tasks. Like so far, they've been able to teach the robots how to open drawers and how to answer the phone and how to take the lid off a pot on the stove, like if you need to take it off or whatever like that. So they're teaching these robots these day-to-day things, and there's the potential at some point that these might be available for us to be able to go around the house and do our stuff. Okay, well, they might not be teaching them. What if they're learning stuff that we're not teaching them? Like how to kill you. Now, see, that could be a bad deal. Right. How to murder your person that is telling you what to do. How to take over your human household. See, that kind of makes it uh, go to a different level for me. I know. Because these things are going to outsmart humans if we're not careful, See, right? that's the thing. Oh, get this really cool robot. Her name's Rosie. She's going to clean your house. And automatically everybody's like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then all of a sudden, robots are in all the houses. And then, boom, there's, a, there's like a switch that's hit. And then all of a sudden, we're taken over by Rosie, Rosie and all the robots. So you're thinking it's like The Walking Dead, but instead of having the, uh, what are they, vampires or something in The Walking they're, Dead? They're called zombies. Instead of, <laughs> instead of the zombies, we're going to have robots to take over. And like, you can't kill the robot. It's a machine. The, the, yeah. Like with zombies, you just, it's just a bullet to the head or like a, like a sword to the head. Oh. With these things, you could put a sword to the head and they could keep going. So what if you have a robot that then they, somebody from the outside programs against you in your own home and that sucker comes and sits on you or something? Let's write some movie ideas. Now, this whole thing is a movie. It's almost like it's the, happening. It's like the Titan submersible thing. That's a movie that's like we're seeing play out. It's a real life, real humans involved. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if this AI stuff ends up going like that. Some of the stuff where you can have people who are doing like the audio stuff and it sounds just like somebody who's no longer alive. 
and they're talking and doing interviews and stuff like that. That is so weird to me. Well, and the deep fakes where just like the guy that does the Tom Cruise deep fake, he literally looks just like Tom Cruise and all of it looks just like him. But is part of that digital too? Yes. Oh, there's something with that. See, I could see this being a good thing for people who are lonely and all of a sudden, you know, you get your little robot and you program your robot to do the things you like and hang out with you and stuff like that. But the robot looks like a human, kind of like in Weird Science, that movie Weird Science where okay, they build that girl. Okay, now you're flipping this to where you're acting like you're going to like it and it's weird. <laughs> I already know. Mm. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five! High five! Hey, a big high five goes out today to Lieutenant Philip Hydron Jr. and to Jeff Taylor. They recently received awards from the Arkansas State Police at their annual awards banquet. So, Lieutenant Philip L. Hydron Jr. has been awarded the Arkansas State Police Trooper of the Year. Oh, wow. It's a pretty big deal. So he's the assistant commander of Troop D. He's also a part of the SWAT team as well. So Lieutenant Hydron was injured in Stuttgart back in December. There was the barricade situation where there was a hostage and all that different stuff. Um, and uh, he ended up being shot in the left forearm. Oh, goodness. So, uh, he's been named the Arkansas State Police Trooper of the Year. And then there's Jeff Taylor, who's been named as the Civilian Employee of the Year for 2022. Uh, he's responsible for overseeing 90% of all the electronic evidence that's processed by the Arkansas State Police. Ooh. You imagine how much work that is? Uh-huh. So here's to you, Lieutenant Philip L. Hydron Jr. and Jeff Taylor. It's an Arkansas morning show high five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Thursday morning. It is June the 22nd. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning. This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Keith Urban. So Keith Urban always comes across to me as one of the nicer guys in country, and he's been playing Vegas. He's doing his residency out there. And, you know, sometimes you run into situations where somebody's like, hey, talk to my friend. And they put you on the phone or they put you on FaceTime or something like that. And that's what a woman in the crowd did to Keith Urban. He's up on stage. A woman says, hey, Keith, talk to my friend, my friend Lindsay. So Keith takes the phone and realizes Lindsay is on there on FaceTime. So Keith has this conversation in front of everybody in Vegas. And this is what it sounds like. Lindsay, hi. What are you doing? Are you at home? Put him on. Where is it? <laughs> He's high as a kite. What the hell is going on down there? <laughs> Did not think this through. Can I take a screenshot of you on my screen right now? Sure. Nice to see you, Lindsay. Just imagine you're there. You, your phone rings. You're like, oh, I wonder what so-and-so is calling for. And it's Keith Urban on FaceTime. Uh, I would die. Lindsay was like, oh, my gosh, I look like crap. <laughs> she really did say that in, in the full version of the video, which is kind of funny as well. But it's a cute look at what happens in Vegas at the residency of Keith Urban. We have country music news today on Carly Pierce. So country music stars are constantly pitching songs to Chris Chris Stapleton, and they do it in hopes that he's going to love the song, too, and he'll want to collaborate. But he gets so much stuff, it's almost impossible to get anything through to him. So Carly Pierce did what she had to do, and I think this was really smart. She got creative, and she went straight to Chris's boss, his wife, Morgan. Carly says, quote, I think the best thing you can do is to go to somebody's wife. So I DM'd Morgan on Instagram and said, hey, I know this is super weird, but I have this song that I really want Chris to hear. Do you mind? if I 
I send it? Well, Morgan sent her a message back and said, hey, we get asked to do a lot of stuff and we'll listen, but can we be honest if it's not the right fit or whatever, you know, the right timing? And she said, yeah. Well, Morgan did send send Carly a text back and said, hey, he would love to do it. So Chris called Carly and said, hey, what do you want me to do on the song? And she said, whatever you feel, whatever comes comes to you. The song's called We Don't Fight Anymore. It's Carly Pierce. Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton. We don't yell, cause what the hell difference would it make? We don't cuss and we don't care enough to even hate. We could tear up the house, we could burn the whole thing down. But boy, what for? Cause we We don't fight anymore. It's Carly Pierce featuring Chris Stapleton, and it's out now. And we have country music news today on Nate Smith. So Nate Smith had a big hit with that song, Whiskey on You, and he's told us which song he's releasing next to country radio. This song is a breakup story. It finds a man who's really unable to stop thinking about the memories of what made his love go wrong. The song is called World on Fire. Here's a sneak peek at the next one from Nate Smith. You set my world on Nate Smith, it's called World on Fire, and that's his next radio single. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, if you're looking for something that everybody in the family is going to be happy with, think about crumble cookies, because I can tell you this, it's a hit every time we go somewhere, every time we take a box of crumble cookies somewhere, every time I bring a box of crumble cookies Mm -hmm. home, everybody's happy. And on the menu this week, man, I'm going to have to go buy the red velvet cupcake, a red velvet cookie topped with a swirl of delicious vanilla cream cheese frosting and a sprinkle of crumbly red velvet cookie crumbs. They also have the waffle cookie. So this is better than your weekend breakfast. It's a waffle cookie topped with a dollop of buttercream frosting and served with a side of maple syrup. How about chocolate cookies and cream, a rich chocolate cookie slammed with cookies and cream pieces, then studded with creamy white chips. They also have the fried ice cream. This Mm. is like basically the county fair. It's a delicious cinnamon cookie with this smooth white chocolate buttercream and fried ice cream streusel. How about the classic pink sugar an all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And they have a mystery cookie this week. Oh, it's a mystery. (laughs) Scooby-dooby-doo. I'm not sure why Scooby-Doo has to do with mystery. Well, it's a mystery machine, yeah, right? Yeah. So is the mystery cookie one of your favorites, or maybe it's something you haven't tried yet? It is a mystery this week at Crumble. And of course, the milk chocolate chip, the classic you can't go wrong, thick, soft, and packed with milk chocolate chips. You can check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can always download the Crumble Cookies app or check them out online at crumblecookies.com. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know all three players on Jeopardy can wind up with nothing after betting it all on Final Jeopardy and getting the question wrong? If they do, they get replaced and there are three new players the next day. It's happened seven times in the show's history. Oh, wow. Yeah. The word dude was used 161 times in the movie The Big Lebowski. The uh, 160 times spoken and once in text. Uh, Let's see. The um, F word was used in that movie 292 times. And Jeff Bridges, Bridges said man 147 times. So really there's like three words that were uttered throughout that whole movie. Yeah. Wasn't hard to write the dialogue Dude, for yeah. <laughs> Did you know, a little over 49 years ago, Elton John and Bernie Taupin wrote a song that went to number one on the Hot 100 almost immediately. The song was all about a fictional rock band, and the lead singer's name was Benny. Benny on the jazz. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew it. 
That's the only reason you wanted to give that one today. <laughs> and if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Yellowstone, y'all. Kevin Costner, his wife, um, you know, is looking for some cash as they're going through this divorce. <laughs> and the amount she's asking for is so crazy. Like, is this real life for people? Kevin Costner's wife, Christine, is saying that she needs $248,000 per month to live. They have three kids, 13, 14, and 16. And basically, she says that they really could use more than that to maintain uh, the lifestyle that they're used to. But she'll settle for $248,000 a month. But here's the thing. This is Kevin Costner, and I'm also going to say she's given him 18 years. Now, in celebrity life, that's like ancient. Yeah. All the kids are his. Yeah, okay. Yellowstone, bodyguard. He's the field of dreams, dude. He's Kevin Costner. This is probably nothing to him. So here's what they say. They say his income in 2022 was $19.5 Uh, And after taxes and expenses and stuff like that, he more than likely was able to profit. His net income was around $7.6 million. It's a lot of money, right? That's last year. At the same point, though, what human being needs $248,000 a month to live? A month. Those are your monthly expenses? I look at my expenses, and I think my expenses are high. That is crazy. Yeah, that is it is. It's hard to grasp. And they say Kevin's already given her a million dollars, basically as stipulated now in the you premium. Know, a million dollars in Hollywood life is nothing. Yeah, but still, it's a million bucks. He also agrees to pay thirty-eight thousand dollars a month in child support. Like it's so crazy. Her house is thirty thousand dollars a month. Like I mean, no, there I comes totally, a point. I, I totally understand. Like, it's a, it's a life understand. of excess. Yeah. Like $248,000 a month. That's insane to me. It's one of the stories out there. The other big trending story this morning is on the Titan. Uh, that's the submersible vehicle that was taking the, the tourists mm-hmm. down to the Titanic. And everything I've read about this is like, you're going way, way down, and it's hours, mm-hmm. hours underwater. And uh, it's pretty freaky, right? Did I see it was like eight hours underwater, like to get all the way to the bottom? It's It's like two miles down. And they're saying something about how it's easier to travel to space than to get down to the bottom of the ocean. And that so few people have ever seen the bottom of the ocean. They know some areas where stuff is. But, like, we don't really know how deep the ocean is. We don't know how far it goes. Because who's going to go down there and be able to research the entire ocean? Mm-mm. The wildest part about this is is when these people left, when they went out, uh, I guess it was on uh, Sunday, right? They had about 96 hours of air in the tank for uh, the Titan, okay? Okay. So let's do the math on this and do 96 hours, 96 divided by 24, is basically four days worth of air, okay? They're saying that if these people are still alive on this submersible, that the air is about to run out. And they have to get all the way, if they're at the bottom, they still have to have the hours uh, to ascend to the top of the water. So then there's a speculation on what was the noise because we, what they, we, the, the, I guess the sonar and stuff like that thought they heard banging. Mm-hmm. Like there were people inside, like help, help, and hitting the walls, but they're miles underwater. The story is on that is this could have been just debris falling from the submersible. It didn't necessarily have to be the people inside making noises. It's just, it's terrible. It's like, it's a nightmare. It's like a horror movie. Like it's so. I cannot fathom what those people right. are going through, much less their family that are just all they can do is what, there's literally nothing they can do. Nothing. No, because you can't go get them. You can't go rescue them. And like it's a situation where, you know, like I think in all of us, if we're going to be this might sound a little bit morbid, but like, you know, if it's your time, you don't want to suffer. Like, just be done. Like, if it's your time, be done. Well, that, and you think about the personalities of the the five people on yeah. that submersible and think about Who's trying to take charge? Who's trying to keep people calm? Who's panicking? Like, there's so many things that go into that. It's just, man, I feel sorry for them. No, so if, they're, if they've been able to live down there underwater and they're going, is anybody ever going to find us? And they begin the panic thing. And all of a sudden, like, you're, you're thinking, hey, we only have this much air. The mentality, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, it is. a, And again, it sounds like it's a movie. It doesn't sound like it's real. Like, who decides they want to hop in this deal and go to the bottom of the ocean and try to find the Titanic? Like, one of the dudes is a billionaire. He's got all the money he could possibly ever want to spend. And that was what he wanted to do as, like, a trip. Mm. And they get down there, and they might not be able to come back up.
So uh, we'll follow that story. They do believe that if uh, they are still alive, that the air tank and the air supply could run out uh, sometime early today. Mm. So we'll watch that story and keep you up to date right here on Arkansas's Morning Show. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 46-year-old man from Florida named David Romero was caught shoplifting items from a Target. Well, he bought some groceries, but he did not pay for some of the other items, including several... Uh, adult novelties. Oh, okay. Well, they caught David on surveillance and police were called. They cornered him in a parking lot and arrested him. Mm. As they tried to get him into the police car, several of somewhat embarrassing adult novelties fell out of the bottom of his pant leg. To which there was a crowd that had formed, and everyone saw things come out on the ground that he had tried to steal. Well, Romero faces one count of petty theft, one count of grand theft, and four counts of larceny. He's being held on a bond of $3,000. Golly. And you know one of those officers, when they got him, they're like, dude, you're going to do hard time for this one. You're going to be serving some hard time. Okay. Well, can you imagine the officer who was wearing the chest cam when all of this went down? <laughs> well, speaking of shoplifting, uh, a man was in court after being caught shoplifting a can of peaches. And the judge asked him, how many peaches were in your in the can you stole? Well, the man replied, five. So the judge gave him a sentence and said, you will have five weeks in prison, one for each peach in the can. Oh, wow. Well, the wife of the old man, who was present in the courtroom, raised her hand and said, but honor... He also stole a can of peas. Oh, no. There's oh. hundreds of peas. And there's even more proof <laughs> that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There was a deal out talking about summer jobs, how a lot of kids might not have the opportunity to work during the school year because they're busy and they have you know, sports and yeah. extracurricular activities and stuff like that. But a lot of times in the summer, kids would go to work, number one, to have something to do, and then number two, to pick up some extra cash. They talked about the best jobs for teens. Um, what would you think? Give me one. What would you think would be one of the ones on the list? Um, like when you were a kid, what did you think was a cool job? Gosh. Probably being a lifeguard. See, me too. I always wanted to be that. Oh, everyone knows why you wanted to be it. Well. Because of a dumb show. No, no. It would be because I like helping people. You're going to go lifeguard at an ocean in Arkansas? <laughs> no, I'll go to pools and stuff like that. Okay. I used to go to water parks, and you'd see they'd be all tan up there in their bathing suit. And the thing about being a lifeguard is a lot of times there's other people walking around in bathing suits, and your lifeguard friends have bathing suits on. And, you know, it's like back then you might be in shape to wear a bathing suit around and get really tan in the summer and stuff yeah. like that and just kind of hang out and meet people. And you're like, what's up? Hmm. And stuff like that. So kinda. you would have thought that that's a pretty cool job, too. <clears throat> No, that would have been the one I would want. I wouldn't want to do anything else. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't want to be a lifeguard at a pool or at a, at an ocean yeah. or whatever? Pamela Anderson's out there. You need to help her. Or you need to give mouth to mouth or something. Like, well, I'm, until I'm you here. have to like clean the toilets of the kids that go in there and use the toilets. Yeah, but see, I would be the one on the stand. I would be. I would choose uh, that. that. They, well, you don't choose. You probably rotate. No, I would rotate There's to not the just stand. a lifeguard that sits in the bathroom and just cleans toilets. It's <clears> like a whole deal. No, you get somebody who wants that job. Like, hey, that's your job. That's the uh-huh. one you signed up so for. So many people signing up for that job. No, but if that's that's what they signed up for. That's what they do. Maybe they they, they pay them more or something like oh, that. Okay. But I mean, like you sit there and you're like sitting there watching people. Like, and for me, it wouldn't be about the people in the bathing suits necessarily. It's more so like if somebody's in distress, I would like to be there to help. Oh, you want to be um, a hero. You know, I'm thinking about me running out with one of those little floaty gimmicks under my arms. You realize you wouldn't need to run in slow motion, right? Because I know that's what you're seeing in your head. Would music play when I took off running and stuff like that? You would think that music would automatically come on (laughs) if you started running with your little uh, red buoy. But think, is that what it's called, a buoy? I don't know. But think about being the lifeguard and you're up there and like somebody's doing something like touching the the rope or something like that. And you get to blow the whistle. You stop blowing that whistle, kid. I've done it. Yeah. That sounds fun to me. It is. You have a little bit of authority over all the people in the pool. (sighs) Yeah. Get out of the pool. We got to put chlorine in here. Get out of this stupid pool. Hey, you pee in the pool? Get out. Get out of here, kid. I used to tell the kids that, hey, you pee in the pool, it's going to turn a certain color. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. I'm going to tell everyone in the pool that you did it. And they just sit there and look at me. And you would have the vantage point from above to see if somebody was tinkling or not. Yeah, I can see those little yellow clouds. Yeah. So did you actually have that job? You yeah, were a lifeguard? I was a lifeguard. Where did you lifeguard? Wynn Swimland. What? Shout out to Wynn. Is it still there? Uh, I think maybe the sign is there. 
but it was like kind of attached to a bowling alley. So you could bowl or swim. Really? Yeah. Why do you look like you don't know for sure? Sometimes we bowl in our bathing suits. (laughs) You look at me, you're looking at me like you're not really sure (laughs) if this is accurate. It's been a long time since I even thought about it. Yeah, but swimming. I had to go get CPR certified, and I got lifeguard training certified. I and really want to do that. Part. I had to pull people out of the water that uh, got a little bit too deep. Typically, kids. Did you save a life? You've saved a life before. I, I don't know if I'd go into like I didn't like resuscitate resuscitate anyone. You've helped somebody in a time of need. Right, that is that, amazing. That's my whole life. Uh, okay. That's what I do. Other great summer jobs include being a babysitter. Which I knew a lot of girls who did that. I thought about that at one point because I liked kids. But the way I looked, I don't think people really wanted to hire me to be a babysitter when I was doing my no, wrestling stuff. They were stuff. scared you were going to throw their kids around and teach them how to wrestle. <laughs> uh, dog walker is a popular one. Like when somebody goes out, hey, I'm going to watch your dogs. You can yeah. make money. Uh, mowing lawns, obviously, is a good one. Uh, they say tutors are good as well, which Kelly, she can exceed at that. She excels, man. You're an idiot. I've never met a tutor quite like uh-huh. her. And then camp counselors are also a big deal. Isn't it funny how it all a lot of it has to do with kids? Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of when, when you're young, that's kind of the stuff that you are kind of geared toward. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have authority over adults. So you got to have authority over kids and lay the, lay the law down and stuff like huh. that. But anyway, we both agree. For once we agree, the lifeguard is the ultimate summer job if you're hmm. a teen. And in some situations, it might be the ultimate job just, you know, if you're trying to make some extra cash. Oh, are you going to try to talk yourself into going to be a lifeguard now? I think that'd be a fun job. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. For it. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, June the 22nd of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Caleb Tucker, who celebrates today. Happy birthday from Pa and Nama. Happy birthday, Caleb. Also celebrating today, our friend Sarah Munoz. She's celebrating a birthday, worked at Arkansas State, now living in Springdale. Happy birthday, Sarah. Always been a big supporter of us in this show, so we appreciate her. Happy birthday to Sarah Munoz. Also celebrating today, Christy Wilson of Jonesboro. John Haywood in Springdale celebrates Will McQueen. In Fayetteville, we have Jimmy Lambert of Jonesboro celebrating Dr. Sarah Scott, who's a professor at Arkansas State. Happy birthday from Jeremy, Cameron, and Nora. Happy birthday, Sarah. Sheila Lane of Jonesboro celebrates today. Happy birthday, Angie Shipman. We have Paula Beavers of Jonesboro. She's a huge Arkansas State and Red Wolves fan. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Paula. And happy birthday also to Jeff Gregory, who's also from Jonesboro, who celebrates today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Alicia Granson. She is 49. That's Becky Connor on Roseanne. Wait, is that the, that's the second Becky? Second one, I think. Because the first Becky, no, that's the first one. Because the second one was Sarah Chalk. Oh, yep, you're right. Right? And she went on to do Scrubs, I think. Yes. Good job. Hey, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who do you? Put your hands down. I'm not so sure. happy birthday. Who do you who's coming from today? Speaking of scrubs, happy birthday to Donald Faison. He's 49. That's Chris Turk on Scrubs. Carson Daly is 50. He was the host um, on Last Call with Carson Daly and The Voice. And he's waved at me before in New York City. Yeah, and TRL, Total Request Live. So much of my young, formative years were spent watching Carson Daly on TRL. And Dr. Drew and uh, and Adam Carolla on Loveline. I that, learned so much about my life. That explains a lot there, I learned buddy. so much about that. And Dr. Ruth. Of course. Happy birthday to Kurt Warner. He's 52. This is the guy I named my kid after. Kurt Warner's a retired quarterback who led the St. Louis Rams to their Super Bowl 34 victory against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. And Kurt was the MVP. So happy birthday to Kurt Warner. And that's why your kid's name is Kurt. Yep. 
How about that time you went to see him play, the one time you got to see him play in person? Yeah, it was awesome. I went to Nashville, to Nissan Stadium, went to see him play, and uh, when they ran out, he was in some gray sweats, and they had decided that he was still too injured. <laughs> I held up my sign saying Kurt Warner the whole time, though. Yeah. What did yeah. it say on the sign? Just just his name, Kurt, Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner is my MVP. Oh, that's sweet. Okay. Yeah. So happy birthday to Kurt Warner, and happy birthday to Cindy Lauper. She is 70 years old today. Happy birthday to Cindy Lauper, who celebrates today. Cindy Lauper was involved in the very first WrestleMania what? with Hulk Hogan. As a matter of fact, there is a major wrestling personality who was in the video to this song. I believe he played her father. Maybe somebody knows that. If you know that, either DM me or message me on Twitter. I want to see if anybody out there knows that. Old school wrestling fans from like 85. You guys know what I'm talking about? You know who it is? That's some good trivia. That's a good one. Anyway, happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Who turned 70 today? Happy birthday, Cindy. Hope you have a good Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, so today is June the 22nd, and today in pop culture in 1984, one of my favorite movies ever was released. It starred Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita. The movie, the original Karate Kid, came out on this day in 1984. You make fun of me for not seeing very many movies, but I can tell you I've seen that movie so many times. I know why. Allie with an eye. Allie with an eye, man. I did have an Elizabeth shoe thing for a minute there. But you know what? Team Johnny, Cobra Kai for life. You think so? Uh, Today in pop culture, also in 1984, a big movie came out featuring Dolly Parton. It was Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone in the movie Rhinestone. Basically, she's the music girl and she takes this cab driver from New York and basically has two days to make him a star in country music. And it's Sylvester Stallone. It's Rocky Balboa, basically. Have you seen it? Yeah, my mom loved that movie. Saw it a million different times, too. Don't come back, you. Oh, yeah. Hey. This sounds like something we would make up, doesn't it? It sounds, it sounds like something you'd sing to your wife. Stay out of my bedroom. And today in pop culture in 1990, Billy Joel made history by being the first rock and roll act to ever play Yankee Stadium. It's back in 1990, Billy Joel. Sing us the song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for a melody. And you've got us feeling all right. Billy Joel, Yankee Stadium, 1990.
We also had this one that uh, was a big theme song for one of my favorite shows. I don't care what you say anymore. anymore. This is my life. Dun, 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 dun. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me Here's another challenge. I put out the challenge earlier to see if anybody had ever uh, could tell me who was in the wrestler in the Cindy Lauper video. Yes. If you guys can tell me the theme song, what, uh, what TV show that was the theme song for, I'll be amazed. <clears throat> Are you getting upset about it? I had to burp. <laughs> Why don't you just let that stuff go and like work with me on that? Like cover it up. Well, I don't think that you could have let that go. I mean, I know I they can't do see it. you, but people could hear what there was something going on. I didn't do it out loud. Jeez. I was struggling. You're supposed to have my back when I struggle like that. Anyway, the theme song, My Life, was on a TV show back in the 80s. What was the show? Does anybody know? You think anybody knows but us? Or is there, it so random nobody's going to know? There's there's a couple that know. Hit us up on social if you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. So uh, I had the chance to go and go to the gym with my son. Like Kai's been trying to think about fitness a little more, right? Yeah. Like he, once you hit the teenage years, all of a sudden you realize your body's going to change. And he wants to, you know, he, he tells me all the time he doesn't want to look like me. Dad, I don't want to look like you. So we're in the gym, and he's saying, hey, see the guy over there? He's, like, taller and, and a little more lean than you. Does he know that you don't have control over how tall you are? He, I don't think he understands that. Yeah. I do, I do think he believes I have control over how lean I am. And he thinks, you know, I should choose to be more lean. Huh. As he calls me, you're a little bulky, Dad. You're a little bulky. I don't want to be bulky like you. And I understand what he's trying to say, like he, because he is taller than me, or he's going to be taller than me. He's, he's almost taller than me now. Maybe he is a little bit. And I also want to make sure that you are putting into account that uh, he is your son, and a yeah. lot of times he likes to say words to you like bulky or say phrases like "I don't want to look like you," even though that is not what he means. But he likes to watch you what squirm yeah. get upset about it no he kept telling me because he'd look at somebody in the gym like somebody who was like a taller person who was lean he's like dad i don't look like that you know not like you and i'm like thanks kai i really appreciate that i've worked really hard to look like this because then you respond like that that's exactly what he wants i had to i had to walk through uh, the deal with him like hey kai it's not about the weight that you're trying to lift your body doesn't see the number it's it's the physical strain you're using right because he's like dad i don't want to look weak i'm like kai you're 13 Right. You're not going to lift what 40-year-old men are doing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you think I can do 75? I'm like, God, let's start at yeah. 20. And let's see what your body does, right? Because I think as dudes, and it's it's basically instilled in us, I'm not sure if it's the testosterone that takes over, but even at 13, like you, you want to be manly. Well, yeah, you want to see, see how much weight you can throw around. Do girls care about that? Is it a weight thing for most women? Uh, it depends on the girls. Like I, I remember when I played basketball, I thought it was a really cool thing. I wanted to get my PR in the bench press yeah, okay. higher than one of my, my girlfriends on my team. So for me, it was just cause I was competitive, but I would say for the most part, it's, it's kind of a dude thing. It seems like. Yeah. We want to be strong. And I think maybe it's just like, we're, we're raised to think that's important. To yeah. Be I maxed out today. Yeah. Like, yeah. and so, <laughs> girls are kind of like, so one of guys' buddies is like, how much can you bench? I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I just move the weight, but I don't know. Like, never tried to do my PR or something like yeah. that. I have no mm-hmm. idea what that would look like. could be bad. It could be horrible. could be great. I have no idea what that would look like. But it was fun to be in there with Kai and have the opportunity to kind of show him different things and like, hey, do this and do this different. And he got so excited as he realized he was doing it and being successful. And my wife's all about, hey, as he gets to be a teenager, you know, you guys need more things that are just you guys. Because we do so many things that are just kind of like, it's all of us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he needs dude time. Yeah. So we had that dude time and, and I really enjoyed the fact that we got to do that together. Yeah. He looks super cute in that picture oh, that you posted. Thanks. He doesn't he even look, he looks like he's 18. So I got a bunch of different pictures and then he's like, dad, you're not going to post all of them because like, you know, I, I mean, I basically put him through the ringer. He was doing the tricep push down. He was doing uh, the tricep cables. He was doing his back right there. You keep doing that. Like, I don't think I'd want my dad going around taking pictures of me. <laughs> lifting weights he did tell me that looked weird okay. he's like dad it looks weird why are you stop please and stop you're embarrassing me this is all i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say that you typically when people post gym selfies you for lack of a better 
explanation run your mouth. No, that's about not true. people who post gym selfies. See, now you've t- I've never said a word to you about that. You just posted uh-huh. a cell phone selfie. Well, like, it was me and Kai though. It was in the mirror. We were together. Okay, that's what it's called. A mirror. A mirror selfie. selfie. You're one of those. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I've, have I ever done that before? It was because it I. It tried- doesn't have to be. I've never done it before. You okay. did it. What you gonna do? Show your peach next? Oh, that where the girls are. Hey, look at my booty and my spandex. Yeah, and then they put the little emoji like the peach. Well, you can do that next. Ooh, I might do that next. <laughs> Should I do that next? No, but the deal, the deal that made it cool, though, because I, I tried to do a selfie. You know how you and I would take a selfie, and it's like the camera's in my hand and all that stuff? I tried that with Kai. Yeah, Kai's like, Dad, you that's- wanted to show there's weights in there. You, no. Hello? That's, no, that's not it. I wasn't- mm. What were you trying to show? Me and my kid at the gym. Well, and- that's funny, because like most of the shot is the gym. Okay. Why are you getting on are my nerves? Are you and Kai now? even in the picture? <laughs> Okay, so maybe gym selfies are not my deal. I'm at the gym, everyone. Uh, I'm one of those guys who lets everybody know I work out. With my son, look at us. We're fit. No, that's see, you're look taking at this. Me. You're getting on my nerves. You're I taking work this. Out. You're taking this. <laughs> I'm getting smaller shirts. Okay. <laughs> what is that deal people do? Look cute, might delete. Is that how that goes? What is it they say? Like when girls post that. Feeling cute might delete. Have you seen that before? You what is should the, have put that on there. What's the what's the phrase? I don't know. I'll get it wrong. No, go ahead and try it. Looking cute. Might delete. Is later, that it? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. I think it's shorter. You've never done that? Where you're you fishing know for it? I've never done that. No, you're a fisher as well. Don't you even you are, remotely you try that? to turn this mess around on me. <laughs> All y'all got to do, look at my pictures on Instagram and look at Brandon's and see who fishes. Hang on. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, dudes, I got some good news for you dads out there. You single dads. Can I hit you with some news? Hello? Well, I'm not a single dad. No, but I want to hit you with some news. Like, if you're a single dad, right, and you're, like, trying to figure out life and it's different, you're trying to figure it out, navigate those waters, being a dad, and you want to date again, but, you know... For a long time, I think there was like this deal, hey, I don't want to date somebody with kids. I've heard people say that. Like, I don't know, man. I don't really want to date anybody with kids. Yeah. You know, and I can see, Mm -hmm. you know, either if you're young or maybe you've been through a relationship, you're thinking that complicates issues a little bit, getting close to somebody's kids and stuff like that. Well, dating.com, a dating website, is now showing that women, single women, are much more open to dating single dads. Okay. So, so basically, as we go through this deal, they're saying about 60% of single women say if they find the right guy and he's a dad, they're cool with that. Okay. 75% of single people uh. say that a match, uh, having a kid, makes little or no impact on their interest in dating. Well, that's good. Is it a different percentage drastically with men? Well, I don't know. I'm talking about it from the other perspective. I know, but I just wonder. Wait, okay. Like, are on. women more accepting of that than men are? In general, okay, I want to slow that down and I want to think about that because I don't know. Do you think, in your opinion, would guys be more weird with that? Yes. You think so? Yes. Especially if they didn't have kids. Ooh. And that's not a wrong or it's not a no, bad yeah. or good yeah. thing. It's just like I, if they don't have kids and, and the, the woman does – not saying I mean, there's always exceptions. There's probably tons of exceptions, mm-hmm. but for the majority, I bet it's kind of like a. Uh, like, oh, I just signed up for a family. I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. Right. And part of that probably depends on age as well. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That's interesting because I've never really considered it. I've never, had, I've never had to think about that. Yeah, but for a girl to think that it's okay for the guy to have a kid, I can see that being a little bit more, more acceptable. Yeah. But I wonder why. Is it just a difference in guys and girls? It's the same old double standard stuff. Don't get me started. I don't know if it's a double standard, though. If it's just their decision, their opinion. Why would it be a double standard? Because most people would think, most guys would be like, oh, I don't want a woman with kids. Oh, find me a single and girl. And most yeah. women are like, oh, if I love him, anything can work out. Oh. Depending on, I mean, of course, okay. there's all different kinds of personalities. But in general, it kind of seems like that. No, you just sold me. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't say that very often, but I think you're probably right. What? No, I really do. I can see that being an issue, especially for a guy who doesn't have kids. And it's like, oh, I'm just trying to figure out life. And all of a sudden, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's yeah. a it's a kid. It's a lot. No, it's a lot. No matter which way the relationship is going, if you're if you have an established, if you have a child and you're getting into a new relationship, there's a lot to that. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine having to navigate those waters because, like, there was a point in time where my mom remarried and she was only remarried for a minute, um, for a little bit, to um, you know, stepdad that we had, and I can only imagine how difficult we made that on him because I remember mm-hmm. my mom having to have the talk with us about it. Yep. And you know, my father passed away. So um in my mom, you know, of course you you want her to be able to move on and be happy and stuff like that. But as the kid, hey, you're not my dad was something that came out of our mouths and that's hurtful. Yeah. I'm not gonna listen to you. You're not my dad. People, I remember saying it. Yeah, and you also know if you're a if you're a someone that's dating someone, it's not just the kid yeah. you're you're that you're getting into the relationship with. It's their other parent too. If they're in the picture, yeah, there's just a lot more that goes Ooh, with it. Yeah, Lee, that does get messy like that. But you know what? You're married. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Lucky me, um, Brandon. What Baxter? What I, I said, lucky me. What? <laughs> Stop looking I'm, at me like that. I'm locking the door. <laughs> Please, I'm do. scared. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we've done some Throwback Thursday stuff. (laughs) Our vision typically on Throwback Thursday is for you guys to be able to go there and look at us and think, you know what? I feel better about my life after seeing them. (laughs) It's like a public service. Like, hey, these guys were tools back in the day. And in some cases, many cases, we're still. Yeah. Um, So anyway, my stuff is up. Mine is uh, one of those I'm going to tell my grandkids. And this one's going to say, I'm going to tell my grandkids I was front row at Lady Gaga. <laughs> and it's a picture of me from 95. And for those of you um, for those of you who have seen me now, and you see me as, hey, the bald guy who is on the radio, or I saw him on TV, or I'm on wrestling, or I see him in Arkansas State, you can have a vision of what I look like. And for those of you who don't know, well, I'm bald. But back in 95, I had a whole bunch of hair. I was wrestling on television, right? And I had really long hair that was down way past my shoulders. And this picture is me, I believe, in Louisville, Kentucky at the Louisville Gardens. Uh, The referee, Frank Morell, is behind me. And I'm holding a microphone, giving a promo in the ring. I'm calling somebody out, right? Um, And it's it's quite a picture. And, Brandon, there's a couple of things that people always ask me. If they see me out and about and you're not with me, one of the questions I always get is, what's up with the point? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. But the other one is... Was that really his hair? <laughs> and I'm like, a million percent, yeah. yes, it was his hair. He was like Sia before Sia was Sia. Okay. Lady Gaga, whatever. But it is a head of hair. Like, I am jealous of your hair. Have you ever had hair as long as mine no. was there? <laughs> no. My hair has never been as long as yours was. This is the time frame, though, where I had a lot of hair, and then I bleached it like every week, not realizing how much damage I was doing, and my hair never recovered. Yeah. And I was going to naturally go bald at some mm-hmm. point in my life, and I think I just rushed the process because I fried my hair. Yeah. I walked into a dressing room one time, and Jerry the King Lawler said, Brandon, your hair looks as dry as hay. <laughs> It looks like straw. I'm like, oh, thanks, King. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so I just now read a post or a comment from Rodney Poff. He said, with that hair, just tell them you were Lady Gaga. Oh. And then Jared Williams, who has come back and said, he's too pretty to look like Lady Gaga. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if that's, I'm not sure how to take that. Wait, is that uh, a compliment or is that knocking Lady Gaga? I'm not sure. So uh, that's up on mine. Kelly is, uh, man, if you ever see Kelly and you think, <laughs> I can't believe she acts like this now. The uh-huh. deal is, is you're going to realize she's acted like this her entire life. Yeah. My post is, um, I'll just tell you what mine, what I captioned it. Okay. I was TikTok before TikTok was cool. Yeah. And it says, I kind of wish I could say I was drinking or high in the making of this video. What? But this was me in 1995, totally sober. Oh. And then I said, I mean, who didn't stuff their bra at some point growing up? Yeah, you still do, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, whatever you have to do. Uh, but this is, uh, th- there was some CD that I found, and it was all of the uh, the theme songs for TV shows. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. So I told my, my friend, my roommate, I was like, all right, Tammy, whatever song comes on, I'm going to just have to do, I'm going to act out the song. And she goes, okay, well, Facts of Life came on, and I don't know what I'm doing, but in the song, I'm acting out the song, and I'm brushing my hair, I'm I'm prancing around like I'm girly, and then I decide to get, I don't even know what I pulled out of my cabinet. 
I decided to get something and and put it in my shirt to make me appear more girly. Sure, yes. Because uh, at the time I was very um, boyish. Yeah, what changed that? Money, Brandon. <laughs> Idiot. I'm just what the hell asking. What am I supposed to say? I'm just asking. What do you want me to say, Brandon? <laughs> Look at your eyes. I wish people Did could I just see. say that. I, I wish people could see you right oh, now. Oh, so if you want to see it, gosh. Uh, yeah, and I'm there talking you go. about my 1995 yeah, that. OBU video. Mm-hmm. Um, what I used to do when I was a freshman in college, you're welcome to go see it. It's Facebook.com. Just search Kelly Brook Perry. There you go, y'all. <laughs> oh, she's embarrassed. I am. You wish you could take that back? I do. Yeah, sorry, you can't. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear all about, well, my gym selfie that now I wish I wouldn't have taken. <laughs> and you'll get to hear about and perhaps see when I used to uh, <clears throat> stuff my bra in college. Yes, and you'll find out why she no longer has to do that. We share that. Brandon, that is so, there's no. No, mm. no, we did. It's going to be revealed. Ain't no we. No, you did. I didn't say nothing. Oh. I was asking a question mm-hmm. like any, any good a journalist would do. You're not a journalist. <laughs> we also talk about the best summer jobs for teens. Uh, why single dads should be happy because there's women looking for them. We talk about that. Uh, we also cover Kevin Costner. His wife is wanting a whole bunch of money, like monthly money. That's a whole lot. And the latest on the Titan submersible, uh, submersible, be- submersible vehicle. Is that right? Submersible. Because no. I think there's some people that are, that are saying submersive, but you're trying to say submersible. Yeah, I might have made that up. Uh, anyway, you'll find out all about that stuff in the words I make up when you check out the podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? Some people are excited about the NBA draft tonight, as in my son. So I know that's what he'll be watching tonight. Hoop it up, y'all. Uh-huh. Hoop it up. Hoop the one-hour special TMZ investigates. This is the miracle children of the Amazon. This is a, a behind-the-scenes look at the custody battle of those four children who survived the plane crash Oof. and survived 40 days in the lethal Amazon oh. jungle, even hiding from rescuers. They were so scared. It's all about that. Those are kids? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. There was that's a baby real? Too. Yes. Where was I? When was Watching this? 1980s wrestling. It, they just were found like in the last month. Shut up. This has been a huge story. Shut up. Brandon, is this real? I refuse to even entertain you right I'm now. Not, I'm not even playing. This is something that's legitimately just happened. We'll talk about it after this. Yes. <laughs> Brandon. That's sad, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Watch what happens live on Bravo. Kristen Davis is on there because the second season premiere of And Just Like That is on Max tonight. Also, the C- the series premiere of Downey's Dream Cars. This is Robert Downey Jr. Hires a crew of experts to help him restore his collection of classic cars. And I'll watch anything Robert Downey Jr.'s in. That's right. If you like Batman, you love Robert Downey Get Jr. Get out. Get out. Hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.